Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So the oil prices, at least per barrel, that's come down. We were at $139 a barrel. We're at 105 right now in the Brent crude, 101.5 on the West Texas. People would feel good if we slipped under $100 a barrel. But it hasn't changed inflation. And it's not going to. Gas got to, what was it, 443 a gallon in the United States? That was the average. Yes, yes, I said five. I don't know if, I, if we're done just yet, so let's see if I'm right. I mean, if it takes nine months to get to five, no, I wasn't right. I just got lucky. It's like when the Biden administration says inflation is transitory. Well, if you keep saying it's transitory, right? Like somehow it, 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 it's not going to last. If, if it ends two years from now, what do you, you get to claim that you were right, Jen Psaki? said this is temporary. You know, you've, you've noted before that inflation is going to wane or is expected to wane by the end of the year. Is that still your belief? These, that continues to be the projection of the Federal Reserve, of outside economists, and we really rely on them for their projections. But there is also no question that uh, inflation may be higher for the next few months than it would have been without, the Russia, without President Putin and Russia's further invasion into Ukraine, particularly due to higher energy prices. And obviously they will watch that, and we are watching that. But that is definitely having an impact. Yes, we are watching it too, and the inflation is not temporary. It's here. It is the number one subject amongst Americans, according to Rasmussen. I know. Tony, you don't believe in polls. What the hell are you giving us a poll for? Well, wait till you read it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. How you doing? 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY. Would love uh, to hear from you. Specifically, has inflation changed the way you move forward? Has it changed the way that you shop? Has it changed the way you are looking at your spending in the next month, three months, six months? It has for me, for sure. And unquestionably, it has for me. Rasmussen did a poll and they said, all right, here are our top six midterm election issues. And on this list... I mean, I, I won't even give you the percentages. Here's just a list in no particular order. School issues, COVID-19, illegal immigration, election integrity, violent crime, and inflation. So the question is, in what order do we, do we put these? I mean, you, you could at this stage of the game. I, I think you really could just make a pretty cool game out of it all. What, how do people view these issues six issues that could shape an election and number six on the list COVID-19 if you have a top six list and the last thing on the list is COVID-19 that's really bad news for the progressives that's very very bad news if you're trying to tell them still that it matters so much TSA is going to extend mask mandates another month People still want to scream at you for not wearing a mask in a a, a building. 
Meanwhile, all of America is like, we're cool. Thank you. Everybody's moved about their day. They've moved about their business. They've said, you know what? We're, we, we've got this covered. I mean, oh, there's still some people out there, you know, worried and scared. And they, they can if they choose to be. If, if they choose to be worried and scared, they can go about being worried and scared. The rest of America isn't. And when it's number six on the list, well, then you got to ask yourself, well, what are the top five? Number five on the list, illegal immigration. That's not good for the progressives. Number four on the list, school issues. I'm assuming that has to do with the critical race curriculum being taught in schools. And you ask me, why do I call it critical race curriculum? I forgot who said it first. I will admit I wasn't the one who said it. But what I love about it is it so fits what we're talking about. What we've discussed here is that critical race theory. When we discuss it, we're discussing all the things that are going on, and we refer to it as critical race theory. So somebody smarter than I said, you know what, we'll just change the terminology. You want to just pretend that critical race theory is taught on the college level and how and it's a legal theory and how dare we think it's in schools? Okay, we'll talk about critical race curriculum. There. Done. Done and easy and finished. Now what? Now what do you want to do? Of course it's being taught. I have got some stories about this that I will get into. And of course, these school issues are big ones. Not only the critical race curriculum, but the woke, 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 thinking that boys can be girls or girls can be boys and young women on sports teams just have to suffer competing against boys and losing. And if they have a problem with it, well, then they're just bigots. That, that is the position of adults. Never mind those who are totally fine with sexualizing children. Said it, I meant it, and I will get into more of that. Number three on the list, according to Rasmussen, is election integrity. 83% said it was important. 62% very important. Compared to um, the school issues where they said 76% were concerned and 58% were very concerned. Number two on the list is violent crime. 88% concerned, 61% very concerned, which means, as we started, number one on this list from Rasmussen, of the top midterm election issues is inflation. The same 88% concerned, 62%, just a tick higher, 62% very concerned. Inflation and violent crime are the one-two punch. Tell me how progressives fight that. Well, I can tell you. I can tell you how progressives fight it. And the answer is the only thing they have in the playbook, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump. The, the administration wasn't aggressive enough, in my opinion, in pushing back on the red herrings. The red herrings like it's because you didn't build the Keystone XL pipeline. And I remind them one of the first things Donald Trump did was give the permit. And in four years, the pipeline didn't get built. Why not? Because it wasn't it wasn't economical to build that pipeline in those price points. What they, they argue that this is because of inflation, runaway inflation. Who drove up inflation? We saw the CBO numbers this week. It was the Trump administration that overspent and drove up inflation. So if inflation in prices and housing and in gas is because of deficit spending, that's Trump's fault. That is the former senator from North Dakota, Heidi Heitkamp. Democrat. And there's a reason why she's the former senator. This is 
the 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 blame Trump game is out of control. But it's all they have. I just shared with you what Rasmussen discovered as the top six midterm election issues. None of those work in favor of the progressives. So what else can you do? You simply change the game. You change the game and you say, blame Trump. You change the game and you say, yes, he's guilty. See, he did all the spending. See, he brought all these problems. Everything was fine if it wasn't for him. This is out of the playbook that they used during the days of Barack Obama when they took seven years to blame everything on George Bush. Oh, the economy, George Bush's fault. Always George Bush's fault next. And that's what happened. And this is what they're doing now. But the rational mind knows that this is not real, just like they know that hashtag Putin price hike is not real. Putin price hike. Nothing has made me more angry than that. That lie. That whole bunch of hot garbage. Putin price hike. Oy. Gas prices are up. It's true. Like 73 cents. 79 cents over the past two weeks. But if we're now at 4.43 a gallon, And we were, and we are a dollar fifty-four higher now than we were this time last year. So let's just call it a buck sixty, just to 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 make it easy. We were up seventy-nine cents over the last two weeks. That means we were up seventy-nine cents over the last year. Are we going to pretend that didn't happen? Are we going to pretend all those empty shelves didn't happen? Are we going to pretend the price of meat didn't happen? Are we going to pretend the price of an airline ticket didn't freaking happen? Out of control. And that's why inflation is a bigger story than Ukraine. And I am not arguing that Ukraine isn't a story. I've got some updates uh, for you. And, uh, and President Zelensky is going to address Congress virtually on Wednesday, I believe it is. I think it's a 9 a.m. speech. I, I'll, I'll bring you the clips. I'll bring you the highlights. Because I don't know if he'll be speaking directly, meaning in, in his English, or they'll be utilizing a translator. I don't know. So so it's not the kind of thing where I'm going to bring you the totality of the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll share the clips with you uh, as, they, as they come across. But the inflation part is our everyday life part, and that's being affected by things that have nothing to do with the Russian invasion. It's costing the average American household approximately $300 a month. The exact number from Moody's, $296.45. That's a month. Kids, that's people's savings. That's the money they could have put into savings that they're not. That's the money that's in savings that they're now taking out, eating away at the savings they may have received during COVID when they weren't going out. Yeah, it's a bigger issue. It is a massive, massive issue. Consumer price index uh, over the past six months rose 2.5%. And that was, there was an increase of 0.8% in February before Russia invaded Ukraine. That's the big one. Before Russia invaded Ukraine. Which, of course, the politicos and a lot in the media, they don't want to uh, address. 
they don't want to address it was before Russia invaded Ukraine. But it's kind of hard to deny. CNN has even admitted these high prices. This isn't about Russia. Breaking here just moments ago, brand new numbers on inflation. So let's get straight to CNN chief business correspondent, Christine Romans. All right, what do they say, Christine? They say that inflation is accelerating. These are pre-war numbers as well. So many people had thought we'd see a peak in inflation in March, maybe. Well, now we have a war in Russia not captured, a war in Ukraine not captured here uh, year over year. The numbers are up regardless of what's happening. Wait till we see what those numbers are. They can blame Putin all they want, and Putin's guilty of a lot of things. This inflation is all Democrats. They can blame it on Trump all they want. What's imperative for us is to push back on that narrative. You want to argue Trump spent too much? Fine by me, because he did. But I've got billions and billions of dollars pushed by the progressive left into the economy because of COVID, thinking they could buy their way out of a problem because they're Keynesians and they're all damn fools. And what we've got is too much cash and not enough stuff. Supply chain is all on them. Lack of ability to fix supply chain is all on them because they have no real world experience and they don't seem to be asking for any. This is bad stuff with no end right now. Because this administration won't even be honest about who's caused the problem and policies that could fix it. I will get into Ukraine the latest uh, from there and Russia's advancement. Keep it here. I'm Tony Counts.